K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got up on do you know where you are? Do you know what this is? It's the podcast dojo, baby. What's up? Welcome to another exciting episode of Black on Both Sides. I'm one half of your host, King Kuta 3X, my esteemed colleague, world-renowned, locally known, and universally accepted, Mr. Be Honest. What up, B? What's going on, man? What is going on? Man, so we're in week two of these here National Football League games. I don't want to talk about listeners. Bear with us, you know. This, I mean, we're B and I are a little bit excited, you know, because we're back into the NFL watching. Because, well, quite frankly, Kaepernick got his money. It is what it is. And Jay Z is uh, actually is Hova. Hey, I got We got to support this shit. Otherwise, you know, if we can't, you know, if we can't support anybody at the table, you know, there's a, you know, there's an old saying that there are some people who see the glass as half full, and there are others who see the glass as half empty, and there are some who are like. Who the fuck took my glass? Don't be who the fuck took my glass. So <laughs> some, NFL. People, some people were like, who, we got glasses? <laughs> <laughs> glasses? What's that? <laughs> yeah, man. So let's let's talk about our poster boy uh for NFL shenanigans, A B, Antonio Brown. B. He didn't find himself on no list this week. No. Nope. Got a pending civil case. You know, he, you know, forced his way out of Oakland. Uh, helmet gate. He wouldn't wear the helmet all summer long. Um, yeah. Unguaranteed contract. The Patriots played him. Proving beyond a shadow of a doubt. The Belichick always cheats to win. Always. Anything. So, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, A.B., we talked about this last week, listeners. A.B., for those who don't know, Antonio Brown, he's one of these diva wide receivers in the NFL, kind of like a Terrell Owens, if you will, and by Chad Ochocinco, kind of that ilk, kind of that type of, of flavor. Yeah, lightweight Randy Moss, I guess. But in any event, he's a me, 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 and more me guy. And so he went to the most un-me organization, the New England Patriots, last week. So, B, I was thinking he was not going to get many targets at all, and this was going to just explode from the beginning. Did you know they target this dude at least five or six times? Yeah. I mean, he's the, arguably the best receiver in the, in the world. Well, you know, that boy down your way is pretty good up in Atlanta. We'll see tonight. Yeah. So, anyway, long story short, he caught a touchdown today from Thomas Brady. Thomas. <laughs> Yeah. What you want to know is even more interesting than A.B. apparently living in a completely consequence-free environment because he's that dude and his talent allows him to get away with this shit, at least till criminal case hits. You want to know what's even more interesting than that in today's Patriots game? What could be more interesting than that? They played our good buddies in Miami. Ooh. Ooh. They're going, Ooh. They're going through a whole, whole, different, a whole <laughs> different type of thing. So, listeners, last week, I believe Miami uh, got beat, was it 59 to 14 or something like that? Yeah, man. So, you know, they had all week to process that. B, I don't know if you know this, but whenever the Patriots play Miami, it's usually uh, difficult for the Patriots. Sometimes they lose quite a bit, actually. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but I do know that the Miami Dolphins are going through an exodus of sorts from all the players wanting to get the hell out of Miami. Well, see, here's the deal, be honest. If you want to get the hell out, you got to find somebody that wants you to get the hell in. Right. So be honest. Last week against Lamar Jackson, who has literally, figuratively, like, you know, his hair is from slavery. Have you seen Lamar Jackson, quarterback <laughs> of the Baltimore Ravens? Yes. That is a matted mess. You cannot. Wilson couldn't pick that shit. You are not <laughs> dragging a hot comb through that shit. It's not happening. <laughs> Right. He don't speak so he don't speak so good either. He runs it and throws it. He got quick feet. Right. They dropped fifty nine, I believe, to fourteen on him. What do you think Thomas Brady and the Fighting Brady's did? I didn't check the score yet. Forty three. You ready? I am. To nothing. Ooh. Ooh. This is not fucking college. Ooh. Everybody on that field is being paid a substantial amount of money to play the football. Ooh. It's bad for them down there. These are grown men. Ugh. Have some pride. Right. 
And it's not like you go to your nine to five and like, oh shit, whatever. Time to make the donuts. Oh, fucking Karen, goddamn, your fucking potato salad. No, I don't want any. No, this is people. These are people who are playing. They're playing a child's game, right? And being paid like millionaires, right? They're doing what they love, right? Bloop bloop, two piece drop. They doing that. They couldn't. They can't. This is game two. Be honest, <sighs> game two. There's a lot more season left. And let's just say you were one of these people last week. Say, hey, man, this shit's bad. I can get the fuck out. You can't play like shit. Expect anybody to warn you. Well, the, 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 the situation that the players there find themselves in is that the team obviously wants to tank. And now they've lost their morale to want to play there either. So, I mean, the, the tank is inevitable at this point. How do you recover from two ass whoopings? I mean, 43 to zero. Let me let me put this in so baseball it'd be like twenty to one or twenty to zero. <laughs> right. Soccer that's like you know Six. like your kids are playing soccer you, they got to call that shit juice boxes all around. No, not you guys. You guys lost. Um, it's bad. It's real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, Mister Flores, <laughs> he's gonna get fired. When I went to Georgia State, uh, Anthony Hardaway came down from Memphis and played us. And believe it or not, Georgia State is a D1 school, so they beat us, I think, 151 to 50 or something. It's some shit like that. It's some (laughs) shit like that. So Coach Flores, you know, who, you know, wants to support ownership, who threw a a Trump rally and also wanted to needle Kenny Stills, sent his ass to Houston last week. By playing not one, not two, but ten Jay-Z songs back-to-back after Mr. Stills didn't take kindly to Jay-Z's new agreement with the NFL. Right. His ass going to get fired. And I hate to see it and because he's a, he's, a, he's a black coach and it's his first year. And I understand that perhaps there's an agreement between himself, ownership, and management that they are trying to tank. Though I think NFL is kind of a dangerous place to do that. Yeah. And more importantly, I don't know who the fuck they're... T- uh, uh, mm, I, I was going to say I don't know who they're tanking for. No, I still don't know. You can't yeah, get Trevor either. Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, the golden boy, he's got to play another year. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But I know this. Miami does have football fans. So if this keeps going like this, somebody going to have to get fired. Imagine being a season ticket holder and, and witnessing two shellackings like you just did. I mean, Shit. Why would you want to go to the game? Right. I want to go. Right. More importantly, he's going to buy your ticket. Right. Answer the opposing team coming in next week. <laughs> Maybe. That's who will want to buy the tickets. Hopefully. So that's a long-winded roundabout way to say is that, you know, if you're going to bring Antonio Brown, A.B., into a team where he doesn't know all the plays, because he played most of his career at Pittsburgh, well, all of his career at Pittsburgh, you got new people, new things, new plays, new languages, new lingo. This is probably the best game to do that. So, you know, right. he showed out and maybe by this time next week, he'll have a criminal case. Only time will tell because, you know, the prosecutor is investigating the sexual harassment allegation. B, do you know anything about this? Do we talk about this in any detail what the allegations are? We haven't talked about it at all. Well, here's the problem. So this former trainer says that in something about 2017, she was sexually assaulted by Antonio Brown. Not once, but twice. Now, I don't know what happened. I'm not there. I'm not trying to assume. I'm just trying to recant the facts as I know. The first incident may be involved inappropriate language. Don't know. The second incident, the one that stuck with me, involved Antonio Brown. The allegation is he came up behind her while she was sitting and ejaculated on her back. Oh, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, no, 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 oh, stay with me. Okay. So that's 2017. <laughs> okay. So after Antonio Brown did that, I guess she felt some kind of way. I and they parted ways. Yeah. Only to be reunited in 2018. Come on. And what she says that Mr. Brown had made assurances to her that he had changed and she was no longer to worry about those types of antics. She came back. That's why I have a problem. Nah, that son. doesn't pass the smell test. Now, B, you've been living. I've been living. When was the last time you ejaculated on someone's back? Anybody that didn't wasn't expecting you to ejaculate on said back, and you were able to have a more relationship later. Depends on what part of the back we're talking. If we're talking about shoulder area, never. If we're talking about 
the uh, tramp stamp? Unasked for, man. Oh. <laughs> Unasked for. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if I asked ahead of time, but I, I feel no, like... No, ahead of time, behind the time, <laughs> you know, they, they like, hey, nobody. Right. Not a soul. <laughs> Minding no business. Splooge, whoa, shit. What the fuck, man? Right. No, no, not that. Never. Not, not ever in my life. Never even conceived of doing it. Never even tried to think about trying to do it. Look, Antonio Brown is a bag of uncircumcised cocks. Right. Whatever he's got coming is part of the karma, whatever he's put in the universe. All that bad shit's coming back to him. The unfortunate thing is that at least this incident, it doesn't quite seem to pass the smell test. Right. Because she's an independent contractor, I believe. Right. So after he, I keep saying it because Riddick ejaculated on her back without her consent. She came back a year later? To what, work with the dude? What was happening right before he ejaculated on her shoulder? Where was he? Where was she? What was she doing sitting down with her oh, back? I'm sorry, to- B. She was at his house. I, I, I left that part out. Okay, so here's my thing, right? Does she not have any other damn clients that she could turn a client down? So, so stick with me, Anna. So in 2018, the allegation is that Antonio Brown forced himself on her, pinned her down to have non-consensual sex. Did he have it or did he just attempt? No, he had it. Oh, Wow. So, you know, I know on this show we like to give you opinions. And that's kind of what we do. I'm not a journalist. Bianca is, is not a journalist. You know, I'm, I'm not a criminal law practitioner. I'm not a member of law enforcement. Bianca is not either. The only two people that know what happened in that relationship are Antonio Brown and the lady. I think her name is Brittany Who cares? something or another. Who cares what her name is? Nobody cares. Well, she put it out there. Normally, you don't get the name. Right, who cares? That's yet another exactly. red flag. Exactly. And so, you know, she allegedly, settlement talks got up to $2.5 million before AB said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do it. If a, if a person ejaculated on you, are you ever forgiving them for that? I mean, what could you say? Hey, man. <laughs> I, was, I was wrong, dog. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. No, I can understand how you would feel violated. I was going through some things. But luckily, that's all behind me now. Nah, nigga, no, never. Never again, ever, never, never am I going to your house to sit near you with my back to you ever, never, ever again. It's not Let's happening. keep role-playing this. Hey, 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 hey. I get it. I already told you I messed up. I can make it worth your while. I will double what I was paying you before, and I promise beyond a shadow of a doubt, you will never have to worry about that again. Oh hell no! So you're giving me you're giving me another nigga's salary on top of what you already paying me, and I'm supposed to think that you're not going to expect something extra? It's going to get worse. You know, hey, hey, hey! You know me. It's AB, man. <laughs> Doesn't the good book say to forgive and forget? I mean. <laughs> He, 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 without sin, cast the first stone. Haven't we all done something that we nah. kind of regret? Ain't no way possible, man. There's, there's, there's no, no way. way. There's no, no way this is happening. Not a, not a chance. So this is some just a small type shit. I don't, I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see it because it defies logic. That he, he's you, a wild as, boy. as anyone, would feel sexually violated, not once, but twice, be free of the, of the attacker, willingly go back. Right. Right. That's the part, you know, they're not in a relationship. Right. They're in the same circles. Right. Yeah, so, you know, no we'll see. All of this is unfortunate for Mr. AB because the Belichick didn't know about this shit. Yeah, this is going to work out. This, this is, this is, this is we'll not going to be news. Yeah, you know, he keeps with them quick feats. He'll be, you know, keeps catching them catches and quick feats and then keeps fixing his face on the sideline. It's going to be fine. Speaking of fixing his face on the sideline, Listeners, bear with us. We'll be out of this football soon, I promise you. Maybe, maybe not. Um, OBJ, be honest. How do you feel about o- Odell Beckham Jr.? Uh, overrated a little bit, but has some sensational stats and, and catches here or there to make people really just pay attention. All right, man. In the words of a friend of the program, friend of Rare Sonnets, Mr. Montoyas, he's a bit sassy, wouldn't you say? OB, OBJ or Montoya? Yeah, no, OBJ. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Def- if that's what we're talking about, I thought we were talking about football. If we're, we're talking, talking about-, about football, but I'm saying <laughs> even in football, he's a bit sassy. I guess that's a good word. <laughs> he gets a little worked up. Yeah. <laughs> he gets in a, you know, he gets, you know, he gets, he, he, he gets a little bit out of character. Well, I mean, I just feel like you don't call dudes sassy. So that's why I was like, uh, I guess. I can't, I can't, I can't call him sassy. That's a little, that's a little feminine. I, 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 think. I feel like that's that's an accurate. 
you know, I mean, I, I have I just, seen, I've seen him dancing before, and it doesn't. It looks sad. His dancing looks sexy, sexy, sexy. Nah, sexy. be careful now. <laughs> if you're on any other show, that might have worked. Now might not have gone well for you, but on Black on Both Sides, you know, I don't care. Uh, I've seen a so nigga sassy. do a, do a Beyonce walk before. <laughs> so sassy. The definition of sassy, according to Google Dictionary, is lively, bold, and full of spirit. Sounds gay, sounds like gay to me. Cheeky, gay. That's interesting. Let's just, you know, gay. Let's see what that, you know. So sassy is is a word I, I'd use to describe Odell Beckham Jr. Um, you know, I just, you know, he's he's someone that just has so much passion. I would say I flamboyant. Say the game, but really for life. I would say flamboyant. Flamboyant. You know, I would say that OBJ is actually gay. And I mean that in the sense that he's lighthearted and carefree. Right. Or, you know, sometimes, you know, if you look at his, at his hair, it's some often brightly colored. It is. Sometimes he's showy. And sometimes, he's, you know, he used to watch his play. Sometimes it's brilliant. Um, so, you know, so I believe Odell Beckham Jr. is sassy and gay as we've defined <laughs> it here. And I don't, I, you know, I don't think anyone really disagree. I mean, we've read the definitions. I don't know what... Anyone outside of would be thinking that I meant anything other than how I've defined sassy and gay. Right. So, sassy gay Odell Beckham Jr., do you know what he did last week? Well, we we know the Browns got their ass kicked because the Browns suck. But do you know what he did last week? I don't know. He put on a $350,000 watch. Mm, And played football. I heard about that. He played an entire game in a $350,000 watch. Odell Beckham Jr. is a wide receiver. Yeah. His hands are in traffic quite a bit. Yeah. Hand fighting. That's something you use to describe receivers and defensive backs. He's wearing a $350,000 watch. He's Brown the, and orange. You he's, know, not the most, he's not the most popular guy to do that, though. Well, who's that? Walter Payton used to play in a Rolex every game. Really? Every game. Every game. In a Rolex. Jerry Curl and Rolex. Every game. You know what, B? We, we should put some, uh, you know, technical issue music up because I just don't believe that. Hold on a second. You don't believe me? Oh, my God. I don't believe that, man. I'm sorry. I don't. It's not coming <laughs> the Jer- up. Oh. The Jerry Curl part or the Rolex part? The, no, I remember the Jerry Curl. Okay. <laughs> By the way, you know what, what Walter's nickname was, right? Uh-uh. Sweetness. Ugh. It's just, just so sweet. It's so no, sassy. be honest. You're gonna have to get a, get a source on that. So no. Okay. So nobody. The only player in the in from the modern era, and I'm not gonna put Walter in the modern era. When I say modern, I mean like 95 and to now. The only player, and maybe he won't be that in 95. That wore a Rolex watch. Uh, I believe was the punter, black punter Reggie Roby. He wore a stopwatch. You know why? Why? Because when he's punting, he wanted to you wanted to gauge how much airtime he got on the ball. That would allow him to continue to try to work and improve on his airtime. So when you're punting, the higher you can hang the ball, in addition to as far as you can punt it, that allows your defense to get back and get to the ball carrier. So hang time is a very important thing in punting. So he had one. That shit was a Timex. Timex watch. Takes a lick and keeps on ticking, but fall off, what's going to cost you? I don't know, $14? Right. And that's, you know, 1990, 1990s money, $14. But OBJ is wearing a Richard Mille. Be, be, have you ever heard of oh, Richard Mille, the, the watches? No, that's too expensive for me. Yeah, no, I'm not in that circle. I don't know. And uh, here's my deal. Haven't you heard, be honest, of when people, you know, football players play each other, they like go in the pile and try to like, you know, Break arms, bite things, break fingers. Yes. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I thought happened in piles. And even more recently, um, the cornerback Akib Talib, Talib, he like snatched a gold chain off of off of a off of Crabtree, the receiver. He like ripped his chain off. It was a whole big deal. He's like went all fucking like you know, big red from Friday. That was my my mom gave me that chain. He snatched right. his chain off in a game. So this fool is out here. Running around, being sassy and gay, again, as I've defined it. Um, and nobody has tried to target this $350,000 watch? Interesting. But sh- anyway, long story short, BS, do you know that before you walk on a football field as a professional football player in the NFL, there's a dude 
And that dude's only job is to make sure that everything you got on fits within the rules and regulations of what you're allowed to have on the field. Did you know that? I did know that. That happens in, in high school and middle school, too. Yeah, but you don't get fined in high school and middle school. So right. when, the, when the guy sees you, you don't got what you – like, for instance, Deion Sanders, Kunta's favorite player of all time, uh, he, he had, like, you know, sewn-in things in his socks. He, like, you know how Deion Sanders' socks maybe kind of look perfect, like had the perfect fold? No, those were <laughs> sewn in. You got fined for that shit. Sometimes people have like different types of cleats or cleats that have a message. Sometimes they get fined for that shit. Right. Why? Because they are NFL what? Uniforms. Right. Uniformity. Because the, you want the uniforms in a game where people don't take off their helmets to look the same, to sell things to fans. I would say the NFL is probably the strictest when it comes to all of this too. Yeah. So somehow or another, not only did this fool pass by the guy whose only job is to make sure that your shit looks like everybody else's shit and that shit is compliant. He got past Mort the whole damn game and actually um, received a very slight fine for doing so. I don't know how much money it was, but it was certainly not even worth the damn watch. Right. And you know, so what did OBJ do? Like an Antonio Brown, when asked about this shit, he just doubled down. Let me, let me read to you what this fool said when it came out. This Negro, this sassy gay Negro, as I've defined it, wore this watch in a game. Because he, he was not happy about it. He wasn't. You could, you know, and, and just to be clear, we're talking about millennials. Right. You know, we're talking about, you know, people who may be a little bit sensitive. A little bit. You know, you know that, that goes to, to the sassiness that we talked about. So, Odell Beckham Jr. thinks that he's being unfairly targeted. <laughs> you know, so the Browns lost that game by a lot last week. I don't remember the score. It wasn't good. Right. He says um, that, you know, he's, being, he's been targeted by all this and it's just unfair. And that it's just because he's doing it that this is news. And <sighs> he doesn't understand... What not, all the commotion is. Not Why in, can't people just let him be him? Not in Cleveland, bro. I don't think that people give a shit about you in Cleveland. Be honest. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if he wore today. I don't I don't know if the Browns have played yet as we're recording. I have no fucking idea, but I'm pretty sure he intends on wearing the watch again. So, you know, we'll see. Hopefully some enterprising defensive back or linebacker will catch that nigga slipping. Yeah. And, and and remove him that shit. But you want to know what's the craziest part about this Richard Mill watch? It's unnecessary? Other than that. Oh, what? He's not sponsored by Richard Mill. <laughs> of course he isn't. He's just a nigga. You, giving you know how I money. know that? Because Richard Mill said, although they're not opposed, he's not currently sponsored by Richard Mill. So that $350,000 watch is, is out of his own goddamn pocket. Idiot. Idiot. Too much money. Should have never gave you niggas money. Exhibit B. How much Exhibit would B. Nike give him to wear their watch? Well, it's not a Richard Mill. Yeah, See, but that's how, a luxury watch, to be honest. Right, but he had to spend money to get that watch. How much would Nike pay him to wear their watch and get a fine? I don't know, to be honest, but, you know, are ballers wearing Nike watches, to be honest? I don't know. You really do. Who is f- two chains wearing a Nike watch? Is now, Jay-Z wearing a Nike watch? Be not honest. on the field. Exactly. Exactly. They're not. Because real go-hards... They wear, what do they call it? Bespoke pieces of fine jewelry <laughs> and accoutrement as they go about their day-to-day. I get it. Speaking of uh, people going about their day-to-day, I'm not going to spend any time on this shit, to be honest. I just want you to know in case you didn't know. Uh, that nigga R. Kelly got a warrant for his arrest because he didn't show up to some shit. So, yeah, I you know, heard that. I, yeah, you know. you know, I, Do we even care anymore? I don't know. I didn't before, but he's probably, if I were him, I'd be on another, another place that doesn't have extradition. That's where I'm not saying he should kill himself, but I'm saying he should probably think about not not killing himself. This is not going to go well. No, nah, you really going to live your life like this in 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 gin pop, singing the hits with for, for the toss salad, man? I don't know, man. Maybe. No, nah, he got to go somewhere special, away, away, away. Mm. Yeah, so we'll see how this shakes out. I'm pretty sure they're going to get his ass. He can't be that hard to find because, quite frankly, he's not that bright, and until recently, couldn't read. Um. 
I digress. Beyonce, you watch any good movies lately? Man, I actually went and saw a fucking great movie yesterday. What's that? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, you liked it? I did. I liked it a lot. Me and my wife. Heard some good stuff about it. We both liked it a whole lot. I wasn't expecting... You know, me and Jamie Mack on the other show had that argument about Quentin Tarantino movies. So... I for some reason, you know, I was we, me and my wife were trying to figure out what to do yesterday. Wait, is this a Tarantino movie? It is. Okay, stop right now. How many times does somebody say nigger? Mm, I know what I said. Not just one like time. That. Not one time. And it's a Tarantino movie? Not even one time. Shit. I don't know, man. They did talk know. shit about hippies though, but not even one nah, time. Nah, man, that's not a Tarantino movie until someone says nigger. That's how he that's how he rolls. Well, not this one. Is Samuel Jackson movie? No. Okay, that might be. Right. There are, I don't. I don't. I can't remember there being black people at all in this movie. Honestly, uh, see, that's why he couldn't do it. Uh-oh. That's why he couldn't do it because he loves that shit. He loved him some N word. He does. Right. Mm, I feel like he tastes it when he writes it. Mm. That's kind of sassy of him. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's sassy. You know, some may say it's a little gay. You know, right. as we've defined it earlier, of course. I highly recommend the movie though, and you know that doesn't come from me very often. No, it doesn't. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. I mean, I'm not gonna go to the theater. But, you know, when I catch it on any numerous, any one of my various streaming options, I, I will check it out. I actually thought it was worth the movie. I thought it was worth the price of the ticket. Now, be honest, you know my money is on, is set aside specifically and specifically for Marvel movies. I know. No others. I know. Uh, but there's some some movies coming out that I've, I've, I've heard a little bit about and that I'm excited for. Um, do you know who Taka Waititi is? I have no idea. Okay. He's pretty fucking funny. Um, he, shit. Well, he he wrote the Thor movie that everybody liked. No, um, so before not- that, he's done a lot of independent movies that are pretty dark, humorous, and funny. He's now becoming a big muckety muck with Marvel. They're gonna let him do some more shit. But he has his passion project. It's called um, Jojo Rabbit, I think. So here's the premise. So it's 2019 now. So let's keep that in mind. So Taka apparently thinks we've gotten to a space where it's okay for us to have a Nazi-based comedy. What are your thoughts? I think that I think that I I agree that it's time, but I don't think that the world stage is ready for an. Uh, anything- well, this shit is here, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let me unpack that. And I'm not giving away the movie. It's just a fucking trailer. If you don't going to watch the trailer, that's your fault. But anyway, right. this is the trailer. So you remember the little Nazis, what they were called? Hitler's Youth? Uh, don't remember the name. Yeah, Hitler Youth. Hitler Youth. Okay, yeah. So, you know, little Hitler Youths are probably, you know, eight, right. nine, ten. Equally so they're not terrifying. fully indoctrinated in this whole hate game, this whole hate thing. They're working on it, but you know they still have a lot of confusion about what's going on. Right. So the story, I guess, turns on one of these little Hitler youth and his journey to trying to become a Nazi. And Taka, who's from New Zealand, plays, I guess, uh, Adolf Hitler, who apparently is this kid's invisible friend and his, you know, with his conscience, and you know, tries to teach him how to be a good Nazi, and so. He's going about that, hit or miss. You know, it's hard to learn about, you know, shooting uh, Tommy guns and blowing up shit and you're eight and you're just, you know, got the Jews coming and take all your shit. So he's doing that, figuring it out. And all of a sudden, one day he goes to his uh, attic. Do you know where I'm going with this? Is there a, a young lady and her family? There's there? a young lady in the attic and she's not German. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so apparently his mother... On the outside, portrays a Nazi. On the inside, was trying to be a decent human being. And so the story is, is centered around how this little, littlest Hitler youth has to reconcile the, the Nazi program with his friend, the Jewish girl that lives in the attic. Mm. So it's a pretty dark comedy. You know, I, I'm going to check it out. It's interesting. Uh, I like Taka. B, you got to check out some of his shit. Even if you don't want to watch a Thor movie, you should check out Taka Waititi's uh, other stuff, I think you'd like it. It's really dark humor. It's not hokey at all. It's you know, it's 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 pretty pretty nice, pretty nice. So I give it a very high recommendation. First thing I um, thought of when you said the good Thor movie, I was like, ah, Thor had a good movie. That's the first thing I thought of. So. Yeah, the first one, people are like, ah, okay. The second one, people are like, this shit's terrible. 
And the third one, they completely changed course. What's the third like, one? Okay, Ragnarok? this kind of works. Yeah, Ragnarok. That's the third one? Yeah, so be- yeah, before Ragnarok, Thor was very serious. I'm a Norse god, and I'm serious, and I'm doing serious things. And, you know, the shit just didn't play well. And so Ragnarok was like, you know, he's comedy. He's kind of sassy. He's kind of sassy in Ragnarok. Y- yeah. So, you know, Taka's <laughs> writing is sassy. Um, so so you should check him out, Taka Waititi. I think the, my favorite work of his is, I believe it's called What We Do in the Dark. Okay. Yeah, that's really funny. Is that on Netflix? That I'm sorry? Is that on Netflix? I think it should be. Uh, okay. That's about these vampires who live regular lives. Ah. But. But they're vampires who are trying to live regular lives. Gotcha. But they're vampires. <laughs> so it sounds like he does a lot of perspective work. Like yeah. Work on different perspectives. Right. So yeah. if you were a vampire who's a vampire who's also trying to live in the, a regular life in the world right. and date and stuff, it's probably, you know, there's probably some hurdles. <laughs> sounds, sounds interesting. Yeah, and you know, and your your arch enemies are the werewolves, and you just guys just don't fucking get along. You fucking hate them; they fucking hate you. And every time you're trying to, you know, hang out and kick it, these motherfuckers show up, and you gotta, you know, dance fight or something, right? You, but you can't bring on too much heat, otherwise, you know, people know about you. Well, people are gonna have you know sticks and you know torches and that whole spiel. So that's right. a funny one. Um, the, Joker, but yeah, so, the Joker preview yeah. looks good, man. Hmm? The Joker preview looks pretty good. I, don't, I know you don't like DC stuff, but the Joker preview looks pretty good. Uh, don't say that. I do. Uh, I do like some DC things. You know, I am going to watch the Joker movie because I think Joaquin Phoenix is like a, a really good actor. Um, but I am a comic book nerd, as you've made fun of me um, on countless occasions here. The one thing I'm concerned about is that this movie may be a big so what meaning it's just a standalone movie that's not tied to shit. Right, it is. It seems like that. Because uh, I believe Joaquin Phoenix has gone on record saying, hey, I'm not doing this again. Right. So this is a one-off movie. And to me, you know, for, you know, for something based on comics, that just, that's just not, that's just, it's, un, it's unsatisfying to me. Right. Gotcha. If it's good, I want to see more of them. I didn't think about that. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Don't tell me going in that, oh, we're just doing this and connected to shit. Good luck. Great movie. You'll never see another one like it again. All right, cool. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So I'm gonna check that out. Have, have you ever watched that uh, Funnier Die skit called Between Two Ferns? Yes. Have you ever heard that? Was that Galifianakis? Yeah. Do, do you like it or you don't care for it? It's pretty good. The well, they're making that shit a movie. Oh no, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so no. I saw I saw the fucking uh, the the preview for that man. It's, it's pretty fucking funny, man. Oh, so it's just it's just like ex- excerpts from interviews, or how are they making that to a movie? Okay, so it, the movie goes like this. No, not the movie, but the preview is he's interviewing Matthew McConaughey, hook him horns, and he almost kills Matthew McConaughey because somehow or another he causes a flood in the studio because he's fucking around with the goddamn sprinkler. <laughs> and somehow because of that, he's contractually contractually obligated to do 10 more of these and that's it. And they better damn be good so they can be sold or some shit like that. So he's got to go, go, hit the road and do 10 more of these quickly in a short amount of time. It's like fucking, I guess, Smokey and the Bandit for comedy. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a deep cut. Uh, but yeah, so it, it looks interesting. It does. I like Zach Galifianakis. I've watched a lot of crazy Zach Galifianakis uh, projects. And I, I just, you know, he's just painfully awkward, but not. He's really good at it too, and I think I think his ability to his ability to not laugh and stay in character is what makes that whole skit. He, he, he reminds me a lot of David Cross too. They both have that kind of weird thing. Yeah, it's pretty fucking weird. Speaking of weird things, uh, let's get a little serious. So, be honest. Remember when we talked? Maybe, maybe it was last week about uh, tuition scandal. Yes, you know, Felicity Huffman and and B, you wanted to fucking throw the book at Miss Huffman. You wanted to do sixty days in the joint. That's what you wanted. Sixty days. That's what you wanted. Okay. And then you were disappointed why I told told you the prosecutor was only going after thirty days. Okay. <laughs> Is it coming back to you? I mean, I remember it perfectly because I gave you an estimate how many, how much for you know how much to be part of a nationwide, uh, you know. Scandal to get people who are unqualified into universities, a nationwide cheating scandal. And you right. said that would be about 60 days. Yeah. 
Or nice blonde hair, blue hair, blonde hair, blue eyed white woman that's been acting in Hollywood. You sure didn't say six months? You sure didn't say six months? I thought I said six months. Fine. Oh God, be honest. Six months? (laughs) Yeah. In jail? Yes, that's what I thought I said. I thought. Are you crazy? Bills was fucking communist Russia, just (laughs) Siberia. God damn. We just talking about some just some just some just some money. Right. It's a victimless crime, be honest. Eh, except for that little kid in, in, in Compton who got into the school based off their merit and, you know, and a hey, affirmative man, action. Marriage, merit. I mean, we all, hey, would any of us be where we are today without a hand from somebody? Shout out to affirmative action. Well, be honest. The judge apparently, you know, doesn't take your Neanderthal. Thrall-like, that's not a word. Your Neanderthal-like view, your Philistinian view, your punitive view of essentially a victimless crime. Oh, boy. But because we don't want people out there to just be willy-nilly thinking there are no consequences for monkeying around with, with you know federal and state school systems, they do have to make some kind of example of Ms. Huffman. Community service. Fourteen days. Be honest. How many? Fourteen. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm personally upset by this. I just. I mean, she's done so much for us, Miss Huffman, and I mean, she's got to wear like orange, an orange jumpsuit or some shit like that. I mean, what the fuck is she even eating? Be honest. She's vegan. Be honest. Vegan. How does that work in prison? Exactly. Exactly. She's vegan, be honest. You know what else she is? She's a germaphobe. <laughs> How does that work in prison? I mean, the, the mental damage that she's going to suffer in those 14 fucking days just because some judge wants to just whip his legal dick out on the table to make an example of her. This is an outrage. Where the fuck is the ACLU, be honest? To be fair, I know you're being sarcastic, but to be fair, 14 days for her is probably going to be the equivalent to like five years to a regular person. No, 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 no. It's more. It's worse than that, be honest. It's like 20 years. It's like dog years, man. Years. What her attorneys <laughs> should do is get off their fucking asses and appeal this shit to the highest court in the land. That's right, the Supreme Court. You know, I don't know who, to, who should I don't know who to email, who to write about this, but this this miscarriage of justice cannot stand. It can't. I think the kids should do some time too. Why? The kid didn't know anything about this. Sure they did. How, be honest? Sure they did. Clearly the kid's not very bright, so maybe not. (laughs) No, they knew. Fucking kids should go to jail too. They should both go to jail being separate cells on the same block so that, you know what I'm saying, like they'll know that they're there together. So if you're out there and you have a problem, be honest, this Philistinian view, his punitive view, his archaic view, his fascist view of how criminal justice should work in this country. Please send your email to our message at Beyondon. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. You you said be honest straight on this. I don't I don't want to live in Beyond America. I don't want to live in a country where I can't make millions of dollars based purely on my sassiness and gayness. And then I can't turn around and use just a few of those millions of dollars to to influence people to have my friends, family, and others get ahead in life. I don't want to live in that world, to be honest. I don't. I don't, yeah. sir. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So, your boy Brett Kavanaugh is in the news. Brett Kavanaugh was the last guy to get put on the Supreme Court. It was kind of a whole shit show. Because they went to his past and he, he allegedly he may have, you know, pulled the dick out. Allegedly. Allegedly. And, you know, he was upset. You know, he got beside himself. He was acting unusual at the hearings. He turned red. Got a little sassy. Yeah, he turned red. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but to get a white male of a certain age red, it's almost as if someone called him a cracker. Almost. But not quite that far. By the way, black on both sides does not believe in racial slurs. Any event, so that shit's back, be honest. 
So there was one accuser. And so the New York Times done some digging. And apparently they found some more people to corroborate this. And now all the Democratic candidates that matter, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala, probably Uncle Crazy Uncle Joe, who knows what Bernie says about this, they're calling for, quote-unquote, an impeachment oh, please. of a Supreme Court justice. Now, here's the interesting thing. I didn't know that was a thing. I was eight years old when I heard that shit. It's not a thing. I thought these are lifetime appointments no matter what the fuck. Is it a thing? I'm not going to look this up. Listen, uh, you know, it's people out there, by the time you get back with us next week, I will know whether or not this is a real thing or not. But it, I, I didn't know it was a thing. So I thought this would make the Supreme Court so damn special and important. If a, if a journalist has there. to dig, if, a, if someone has to dig to find more, that's bullshit. If the people aren't coming out on their own, it's bullshit. I don't want to hear this shit. It's, it's retarded. This is ridiculous. Let that man have his seat. This is this is oddly ridiculous that they have to go hunt to find people to to bring it out of the woodworks. Come on, man! I'm not buying it. I'm not buying. Oh, here's it. the problem. Here's the problem. So, in President Obama's last year in office, he sought to fill a vacant Supreme Court seat. Mitch McConnell, aka America's real public enemy number one blocked the vote to have this judge. By the way, the judge was not a left-leaning judge that President Obama was seeking to appoint. He was world-renowned and locally known, not quite universally accepted, as somebody who was pretty balanced down the middle. And that's why President Obama picked him, because as you know, right before his term was over, things were pretty bad as far as politics goes here in these United States. Right. And they refused to, to let him go to vote. So they stole that man's seat. Trump comes in, you know, under all of this controversy, he gets in Neil Gorsuch first over Democratic objections. Okay. Into year two of Trump's presidency, when it's very clear that at least half the country has a problem with this man. So going back to President Obama, uh, Mitch McConnell's logic and reasoning on why he would not allow President Obama's pick, whose name I forgot. He's a forgotten man. Um, was because so close to election, Mitch McConnell didn't think that was an appropriate time to let a potentially outgoing or at that time an actual outgoing president select a Supreme Court justice because these were lifetime appointments. And he wanted the American people to vote and determine if they wanted a quote-unquote conservative or liberal judge. In other words, he's boiling down you know, the appointments you know, depending if it's a Democrat or if it's a Republican, that clearly means that person will either be a conservative or a liberal. Mind you, be honest, on this very program, we've had numerous conversations about Robert Kennedy and other judges who were appointed by either conservative or liberal people, but wound up, wound out, I'm sorry, wound up going a different direction. Right. Right. So, year two of Trump's administration, when it's very clear he may or may not get a second term because a huge chunk of people in America don't like him. Mitch McConnell allowed this Kavanaugh ruling to get fast-tracked and pushed through. Now, you may remember um, Judge Justice Clarence Thomas and his appointments. You probably should. We were right. about that. And Anita Hill. Yeah. And the whole, yeah. He almost didn't get it. He almost did not get confirmed to be a Supreme Court justice. Justice. He almost did not get confirmed. This is the allegations against Kavanaugh are about the same. They're about that same way. Yeah. And and Thomas barely, barely. It was so close to him not making it that he's never let it go. But Anita Hill was also working in uh, a political office, right? She was she was working for big government. Well, you know, this accuser of Calvin, I'm not sure what she does. But if you even go back before Justice Thomas, you go to a famous judge, Bjorn, you may be remember this name, Robert Bork. Mm, sounds familiar. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was, I think, a potential Reagan appointee. I forgot what he did. It was not to the level of Clarence Thomas, the allegations, and they were not to the level of Kavanaugh. 
And they did not let him through, even though, you know, the uh, Republicans had the majority. This was at a time where people still thought for themselves in Congress and didn't just line up behind either an R, I mean, either a D or an R or a red or, or a blue. So basically any time before 2000 and, I don't know, let's say 12. And so these are, these are, you know, the process to confirm Supreme Court justices is supposed to be hard because these are lifetime appointments. Right. That's not what happened with Kavanaugh. It's not what happened with Gorsuch. When the president, when there's a vacancy, that president is supposed to be able to appoint a candidate that passes scrutiny. At one point, McConnell would not even let the appointee, President Obama, head up, even go to a vote. He stole the seat. Immediately installed Gorsuch for that seat, year one of Trump's uh, uh, presidency. Year two, another justice is going to step down, and they force Kavanaugh literally down our throats. Whose fault is that, though? You can't just say Trump did it. You can't say Mitch McConnell. No, 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 this isn't Trump's fault. You can't say Mitch McConnell pulled that off. Who's Yes, actually, actually, be honest, yes. yes, Who's asleep at the wheel? Because Mitch McConnell is the Senate majority leader. The Senate is responsible for for the votes of who's going to be confirmed. That confirmation hearing is before the Senate. So, yes, it's a Senate. Yeah, and politics but, now are so polarized where people only vote a party line. So right. if you don't have the majority, you're fucked. Right. So so yeah, McConnell knew that uh, Kavanaugh was being offered up at a time when the country seemed split on the president. You know, just two years earlier, McConnell has said that in and of itself, the country not being sure about the president, the president potentially being outgoing, that was a reason not to push his confirmation. That's complete bullshit, and that had never been done before. But that was the public reasoning he gave. But there still is some checks and balances as to who gets appointed or not. So no, some, who, no, there's who's not. asleep at the Senate wheel? Are going up straight party line. Yeah, but the there Senate- are more R's than D's, so they all vote party. That's really why the impeachment thing on Trump hasn't gone anywhere. Because if, if the House, which is more D's than R, more Democrats than Republicans— Vote to uh, you know vote on articles of impeachment. They have to send it up for a hearing in the Senate. Right. The Senate has more Republicans than Democrats. Most senators in the last two or three years have refused to break party line. The only ones that have are outgoing people. So any articles of impeachment against Trump and the current way politics are, are run in the, in the United States has no shot. It will die in the Senate. Just like. The recent gun legislation laws that have been passed by bipartisan committees in the House, McConnell won't hear them. They die. Which is ironic. B, did you hear about this vaping shit? I did. I heard that, that they're banning basically all, all the vape and e-cigarette things, especially the ones with flavor. Uh, B, do you know how many reported deaths that there, there were, as, at least as of two days ago, that, that caused this Great emergency. You want to guess how many reported deaths that we have? I want to say between three and six. 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 How many people do you think been killed in a mass shooting this year in the United States? Far more than six. And yet, we don't have a single piece of legislation that's even being considered right now in the Senate. Yeah. But we're going to mobilize... Well, let me pick white people's favorite issue. What about opioid? What about the opi- opioid crisis? Yeah, none. But we're worried about e-cigarettes. I'm a little biased because I think those things are fucking stupid. But I see what you're saying, and it's a very good point. By the way, your boy, 45, he reversed himself yesterday on it. <laughs> First, he was like, "Yeah, we gotta get yes, we gotta stop this. This is bad. You know, kids are suffering. Melania brought this to my attention. We gotta do something about this." Twenty-four hours later, I'm not so sure. You know, we need to look into this some more. He must own something. No, and then the tobacco lobby or something must have got him on the horns. Hey, <laughs> hey, buddy, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, big tobacco here. <laughs> Knock it the fuck off Right Why? Because we're such and such pe- pack And we've tri- contributed This is this much b- million dollars To your goddamn ca- re-election campaign Right Yeah, so I mean It's, you know, it's, it's just a, a crazy time To see the things that people Give a shit about and the things that don't The Amazon's burning 
Yeah. It's on fire. That's what I say. You're right, Beyonce. I haven't seen it physically with my own eyes, and I'm sure you haven't either, so it could be, you know, fake news. The point of it is, though, is that the president of Brazil, wait, is that where the Amazon is? It's in South America. I don't know about Brazil. It might be parts of it in Brazil. Brazil's huge, though. I think it's Brazil. I think the president of where this portion of the Amazon is burning, it coincides with him deciding that he wanted to clear land to raise more cattle. Yeah. Because they're big... You know, Brazil and Argentina, Argentina in that area, they, they produce a lot of the world's beef. And, you know, if you have a cleared out place, you can grow, you know, you can have more cattle. See, the thing is, though, I was under the understanding that you can't grow much of anything in the Amazon other than that tropical foliage. You can't grow real shit out there. There's something about the soil that makes it hard to grow, like, Wheat, grains, that sort of shit. That doesn't make any sense, but okay. Uh, yeah, just seeing some shit I heard. Okay. So the the question has always been, you know, why is it in these imp- in, in these impenetrable Amazon forests? Don't you find civilizations? And the answer was always thought because you can't grow things like wheat, grains, and shit that can really sustain people. I heard they were uncovering a lot of information, a lot of evidence that there were many people that lived in the Amazon area that we don't seem to be able to get to. Oh, let's go down this rabbit hole. That's because they have found out that they figured out how to grow shit out there. They did some stuff to soil. Right, like and some they genetic that shit. Soil, they put it on the regular soil and then was able to grow stuff. I heard that too. I heard that. There's something about the microbes or something like that in this altered soil that they used that made it capable of them to be able to grow things that people actually can eat. Right. Hey, did Drew Brees get hurt? I didn't hear that. I got the game in the background and Teddy Bridgewater's in and the game's not over. Uh Uh-oh. He's got fucked up. They're playing the Rams. Yeah, Bridgewater just lost the... No, they got the fumble back. Yeah, it's it's third it's it's six thirteen Rams, third quarter, Teddy Bridgewater. Where the fuck is Drew Brees? Oh yeah, I just I put in Drew Brees, it says injury. Uh suffers right hand injury versus right Rams. Right hand, it's a throwing hand, isn't it? Yeah. Aaron Donald hit him in the hand, had it squashed to his own helmet. Questionable questionable return. For you for you Atlanta Falcons already. All you gotta do is get past Scam Newton. Yeah. What's going on with Cam's hair? Uh, what's going on with Cam, period? He was wearing a onesie a couple of years ago. It hadn't been this, over the same since. It was actually I since think- that interview. Remember that interview where I think something happened in the background and he got flustered and offended or something? All that during that time is... Yeah, I call those all of his interviews, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I call those all the interviews since that one time he played in the Super Bowl and he didn't win. All the interviews <laughs> after that. Right. <laughs> and he's wearing onesies and shit. He's, just, he's a different guy. I know he's from Atlanta, but I don't know that we claim him like that if he keeps it up. I, well, I'm sure you would, but uh, I think he's hurt, man. I think he's got some undisclosed injuries. The ball doesn't even look right coming out of his hand. Yeah. And the last game, they got beat by Jameis Winston. They got beat by Crab Legs guy. They got beat <laughs> by the guy too dumb to take to 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 shoplift a bucket of crab legs from a hookup out of a Publix. They got beat by him. Right. And uh, in the interview, Cam said, "Well, you know, it's my fault. It doesn't matter if it's a shoulder or a leg. I've still got to come in." He's like, "What you mean, leg?" Your leg is injured, right? Your shoulder still hurt. Why would he say the that, one, right? Why would he bring that up? The one that you had surgically repaired and changed your throwing motion—it's still not okay. Hey, but I—I'm—I'm I'm with him, man. Just keep playing like it's nothing wrong with you, because otherwise, those contracts don't keep coming. The window closes quickly. Yeah, he got maybe one more. The window you know, closes it, quickly. It's like the—it's like the Andrew Luck thing. Do we ever talk about Andrew Luck? But it's like that—you can't get your—you you can't. Let six five three fifty dudes beat your ass year after year after year and think you're gonna be fucking okay. Right. Even if you look like Cam Newton, who sassiness aside and no sassy include intended, looks like he was literally chiseled by the hand of God. That body, that physique, I mean that's, that's a- what else would you want? How if I said, hey, Make a perfect football player. 
It'd be Kim. It may be Adrian Peterson. <laughs> I'm laughing because that was, that was a very sassy and gay statement you just made. So that's yeah, a lot it was of- very flamboyant. <laughs> you know, it's very colorful. Um, oh God! So uh, you're saying he's the perfect man? Is that what you? It's like you said he's the perfect man. <laughs> well, if you were going to create a perfect, I'm just going to go through this. You know, if you're going to say, I, you know, if I wanted to create the perfect football player, what would I need? So Cam Newton goes six five. For most of his career, he's played at about two fifty five. He's fast enough to get by people. He's super strong. And, you know, he's completely in proportion. So he's not top heavy. He's not bottom heavy. You know, that, that would be a type of physique, you know, like Adrian Peterson. Same thing. Except Adrian Peterson is like 6'2", but same thing. Same thing. You know, or I'll say basketball. I always thought until I saw LeBron play that if you had a computer program to create the perfect basketball player, they'd look like Kevin Durant. I'm not Kevin Durant. Kevin Garnett. Seven feet tall, long wingspan, can do everything. Right. So, you know, so even someone like Cam Newton playing the most protected position there is, Andrew Luck, people don't know this or remember this, but Andrew Luck is about the same size as Cam Newton. I didn't know that. And his 40 time might have been about a tenth faster than Cam. Wow. He looks smaller and fatter. He doesn't carry it as well as Cam. You know, some people can sway the same and it doesn't. He, nobody's got Cam Newton's body fat. We may have never had an athlete at the quarterback position like Cam Newton. That's not hyperbole. That just might be what the fuck it is. So, I mean, he, he's like a, he was always a better Tim Tebow. Meaning Tim Tebow's a big guy, big mustard guy. We can't throw. But anyway, long story short, so I think that Cam's demise... And all these injuries are because of years and years and years of smashing into people he shouldn't have. Yeah, he, he, he used to get out of the pocket way too much. And, you know, in the game, I don't know if you saw it, but it was a fourth and, uh, and one. And they ran a fake play. <laughs> Cam goes to the sideline like a distraction. And they direct snap the ball to somebody who then gives the ball to Christian McCaffrey, one of the asterisk few if not only white running backs in the NFL right it's him it's Danny Woodhead I think that's about it as far as white running backs go but Christian McCaffrey's a bad boy and he on a sweep tried to get that one yard you know what B I'm lying it wasn't fucking one yard it was inches it was fourth and inches okay so Cam is so hurt they wouldn't risk him going on a sneak on fourth and inches right they get but into- most of his career He's gotten you short yardage at about a 90% clip. Right. So something's really wrong with Cam. They're not going to tell us yet. It's a good observation. Right. What was that? That's a good observation. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. Before we get out of here, be honest, you see that thing I posted in the Slack about, you know, women, groping women, and what does that mean? No, I didn't see it. When did you post it? Hey, did you comment it? So my question was uh, <laughs> for women out there, is it common for another woman oh, yeah. to grope another woman? Is this common shit? How often does it happen? All the time. Does it mean that woman is bi or bi-curious? Or does it mean nothing? She's just a woman. What does that even mean? She's just a woman. I mean that there's no rules for them. I still fully believe that when they go inside the bathroom at a public place, there's like a, a female lesbian orgy that happens in there. I still believe their titties out and everything. Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? Might as well. So, you know, I, I, you know, let us know out there in the Slack. Well, no, ask the question because they, they weren't in the Slack. They don't know. The listeners don't know exactly what we're talking about. So get, go through the details. All right. So here's the deal. So wait, the de- details of the question, the details of the question, of, of, the, of the idea, the question, what we're actually asking people. What I'm asking you out there is when a woman grabs another woman. You know, like, you know, grabs her chest or grabs her butt and they laugh, hee hee, ha ha. You know, maybe somebody was a little bit buzzed. Is that okay? Is that normal? Does this reflect that the woman might be that's doing the grabbing by curious? Or does it mean nothing? It's just normal shit. Does this happen often to women? Because, you know, I like Beyonce. Beyonce likes me. We may be friends. We may hang out. I'm not grabbing Beyonce's junk. Never. 
I'm not doing that shit. Never. Somebody mentioned you know that. What? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even like the good game pad on the butt. I didn't like that shit when I was when I was playing sports. Yeah, I didn't like Why? it either. Why? But you know what's funny? The in the room they said that white boys play this game. No, they don't. White boys don't play that game. White boys play a, a much more immature, stupid game. But they're not just grabbing each other's dicks. That don't. Oh, they're no, not, they're hitting people in the in the in the junk and laughing and running. Right, but it's a backhand hit though. Like they're no, it's it's it's, it's intended to cause debilitating pain that's <laughs> in a kind of a jackassery sort of deal. I've seen a woman put her full hand palm on a, another woman's breast and squeeze slowly, not fast, not quick. Not for pain, but for oh, these real, these are so nice. Oh my god, right? You got nice ones. What in a post Me Too world? I need some goddamn clarity. Yeah. Why are there different rules? If I do that shit to somebody, I might wind up like Antonio Brown very easily. Why is this okay? And saying, Oh, well, it's just a woman being a woman, that's not good enough. No, I need to know more. I need to know more. Guys don't do it. I need to know more. Yep. Any event, man. B. So that's been enough for for a week. Trump yeah. is, you know, Trump stay trumping. See how it goes. Democrats are still <laughs> trying to figure out who the chosen Democrat is that's going to run against Trump. Yeah. Probably going to be Uncle Joe. Yeah. You know, crazy that. Uncle Joe is, you know, and crazy crazy Trump. You know, they're both crazy. So it is what it is. You know, see which crazy America likes. Yeah. My girl Kamala. Mm. Mm. Kamala. She's aging. It's your boy. Yeah, this is doing a tour. It's your boy. You're going to have to go to Uncle Joe and be his vice president. That's really the only way this is going to end successfully for you. Yeah. P.S. I'm not giving you any more money. Stop asking. <laughs> Don't email me no more. Yeah. You, you, yeah. So that's, that's the best uh, advice I have for her. Elizabeth Warren. Hey, man. You can't tell people you're Native American and you ain't. The shit's just not going to disappear, man. That's going to stick to you. I don't even care about that. You know what I want? You know what I want? I want our listeners to write in to us. Let us know how we're doing. We haven't seen any reviews or anything in a while. And it just, you know, helps us keep on our on our sharp game. So let us know how we're doing. Go to the iTunes or Apple Podcast app or wherever it is you listen and just give us a review. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, et cetera. But do not give us a one star or I will come personally look for you and find you. I'm not going to come look for you and find you. I'm just going to roast you one-sidedly and mercilessly probably for at least two shows. Some people like that, though. You can't give people like, don't don't promise me a good time. Uh, you're right. <laughs> I know we both down in the slack. But uh, yeah, man. So let us know what you think. You know, if you want to hear different types of content, let us know. Another way to help with the content, to see the, how the sausage is made, get your ass into the slack. We talk all day, every day about slice of life, life's ups and downs. How do you do that? Go to rarescience.com. Email ask to be added to the Slack for the low, low cost of a picture of a Terran, a.k.a. a human. Oh, God. Earthling. I hate when you do that. I hate hate when you do that. There's no way to know. (laughs) I hate when you do that, though. Let's just pretend. Don't don't do that. Don't give people the ability to say, well, King Kona said it's not even important. At least there's there's a penalty of guilt. All right, B, I'm going to ask you a question. All right. Do you believe that, hmm, who's who's least sensitive? Okay. That might not even be first Dally Cat's picture. It might not even be her. I believe everyone in the Slack right now is giving us an accurate picture of themselves. Shit, he's going to be sensitive about it, but fuck it. We don't know if that's Mr. J or not. We have no idea. I mean, yes, I have no idea, but somebody who looks like that guy is, has been posting more than one picture. He's had more than one picture, so... There are only a few people we've, we've actually confirmed. Britt Renee, because Baylor the Great podcast brethren has confirmed her. He's bona fide. Right. You know, we know what you look like. We know what J-Mac looks like. We know what the Smoothie King looks like. We know what Fred Reggie looks like. Other than that, we feel strongly about some, but do we know? <laughs> do you ever really know? <laughs> Stop being so paranoid, man. Get off the edibles. Keep fakes, man. You don't know. You don't know what's going on. And before I get out of here, I want to encourage people. I was on a brief vacation uh, in San Diego and I was I went down this Joe Rogan YouTube rabbit hole. If you can't sleep, you got an overactive brain, 
I suggest the Joe Rogan YouTube with Dan Aykroyd. Have you seen that one, B? I listened to it today, actually, when I was out doing what? errands. Oh, shit. Okay, we're going to... All right, really quick, really quick. What would you think about it? Um, I, I really like how Joe is willing to challenge his guests no matter what the hell they're saying and no matter what they're... they're like, he, he'll question somebody's entire basis for what they think. I know, but he believes in this shit. I don't know why he's being so hard on Dan Aykroyd. I don't know either. Dan Aykroyd, I had no idea, was such a, a crack... Uh, like a crackpot. His, no, you're right. A crackpot? Yeah, that fucker is into everything. His family, though. His family's Name like... Name a conspiracy. Yeah, why not? <laughs> he's like, I really believe it. I really believe yeah. him. I do. My Bigfoot, family. yes. <laughs> yeah. UFOs, yes. The occult, yes. Mediums, yes. yes. Ghost, yes. I wrote Ghostbusters, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why, have you ever seen a UFO? Four times. <laughs> Four times. <laughs> what about mediums? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> ghost. My farmhouse is haunted. What? Hey, he slept he slept with a ghost. Did you hear that part? Yeah, yeah. I saw the indention. I just nuzzled up against it. Well, did it feel like a woman or a man? Like a man. Like and he a man. Up he slept with a ghost That was man. sassy. He's, not only did he sleep, but he said, that's the best sleep I slept like a baby. <laughs> the best sleep I had in a long time. And the fucker, he was dressed like a fat, like fat prince. I didn't like purple, see it. I listened. A purple paisley tie. And like he had like a black vest that used to be black, but now it's just faded, faded black. I'm looking at him work on Drew Brees. Wow. That's all bad. He can't pick up a ball. I didn't see the, the video. I was listening to it. No, I'm to looking at him work on his hand right now. He can't hold the ball. Oh, wow. He tried to pick up the ball, it fell right out of his hand, and he got mad. All right. Well, listeners, we look, listen like the, uh, it's looking like the Falcons are going to be the. The conference, I mean, not the conference, but definitely division. Well, who's the challenge, Julian? NFC South, Jameis? Nobody. Nobody. That's it. All you got to Jameis. Yeah. Fitzmagic is gone. Jameis can't do this. Have you seen that horrible meme of Jameis with the pregame speech? No. Where he twists his fingers up like the West Side. Don't care. And then sticks him in his finger and said, mm, mm, mm. You know what that tastes like? It tastes like a W. <laughs> They don't, I don't care to see that. But look, though, black on both sides, where nothing is black and white. We're going to go forever talking about stuff that they don't want to hear about anymore. Wow. 